Hello, everybody. Welcome your asses back to another episode of Sniffin' Lines. This is your boy, Hunter Mickles. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, apologize for the podcast coming out a day late. Some shit came up last night. Couldn't get it done. Uh, so I'm, I'm bringing it out Tuesday. Little little behind, but it's all right. No big deal. We still got a lot to talk about. I mean, nothing ran away from us. I, it's still all here. So let's talk about it tonight, huh? Let's go right now. Let's jump right into it. We got Locks of the Week recap. We got a new name up top. We got my buddy, Nick Ryder, tied for first now at 11-4. and four. His first lock was Texas minus 16.5 versus Kansas. Easy peasy. They won by like 26, something like that. Easy win. Texas looks dangerous. Can't really judge Kansas because they didn't have their starting quarterback, Jalen Daniels, or Jaden Daniels, one of the – Jalen Daniels, stupid hunter. Jalen Daniels didn't have him. Uh, but Texas, their defense looked solid. Offense looked good. Texas minus 16.5 was a win. Then he had Notre Dame minus 5.5 at Duke. Ryder, you got a little lucky with this one, buddy. Not going to lie to you. Uh, Notre Dame won this game by 7. Uh, unfortunate loss for Duke, but what can you do? You know what I'm saying? Riley Leonard very well could be done for the season. Don't know what kind of injury he had, but it did not look good. He did not look very happy after the game. So that could be that could be trouble for Duke, not going to lie. Um, but Notre Dame minus 5.5 was a win for Ryder. Then he had Penn State minus 27 at Northwestern. If you had any questions whether or not James Franklin knows the spread of his games, it was answered on Saturday. That motherfucker knows what the betting spread is every week. He, I think he might bet on the games. It's insane. That's like the third time this season they've covered because of some bullshit. So congratulations to Ryder. You took advantage of James Franklin knowing the spread. Good for you. You went 3-0 on the week. That bumps you up to 11-4 on the season. Up next, we got another new name towards the top. Tied for first. Blake at 11 and 4. He went 3 and 0 for the second straight week. He had Texas A&M Texas A&M minus 6. Um that was never a doubt. Uh they just took advantage of Arkansas's poor offensive line play. So Texas A&M minus 6 easy win. Then he had Auburn plus 14 and a half at home against Georgia. Georgia does not look like the number 1 uh team in the country folks. They do not look good. I know they won, but their defense has holes in it. Auburn scored 20 on them. They, they should not be giving up 20 points to a shitty Auburn team. Simple as that. But Auburn plus 14.5, that was a win for uh, for Blake. And then he had Michigan State plus 12.5 at Iowa. He bet against his favorite team, and it worked out for him. I need to learn how to do that. I can never bet against my Hawks, but good for Blake. Michigan State plus 12.5 moves him to 3-0 and and 11-4 on the season, tied for first with Ryder. Standing alone at third place, we got Tate at 10 and 5. The man, the myth, the legend, the guy that was at the top all season long moves down to third place by himself. He started off his day with James Madison minus 3 at home against South Alabama. That was a win. They they were dominating most of the game. They only won by like 7 or something like that, but James Madison minus 3 was a win for him. Then he had Iowa State plus 21 at Oklahoma. Um, unfortunate loss. They stuck around with Oklahoma, but their offense just isn't good enough to keep up with a team like Oklahoma. So Iowa State plus 21 was a loss. 
And then he ended the night with Washington minus 17 and a half at Arizona. Uh, I'll talk about it when it comes down to my lock. I got a lot to say about this one. But that was a loss. Moves Tate to 10 and 5 on the season. Third place by himself. In fourth place, we got Healy at 8, 6, and 1 on the season now. He went 2 and 1 this week. He started off with Syracuse plus 7 at home against Clemson. Clemson looked like they were in wounded dog mode. That's exactly what they were. They ran away with it. Syracuse plus 7 was a loss. Then he also had Texas minus 16.5 at home against Kansas. That was a win. Like I said, Texas looks good. Can't judge Kansas on that one, but Texas looks good. Then he had LSU at Ole Miss over 63. And boy, oh boy, was this never a doubt. There wasn't a lick of defense played in this game. It was the fucking worst defensive performance I've ever seen out of any two teams. LSU secondary is fucking horrendous. They couldn't stop a grandma trying to cross the street. They are bad. Very, very bad. Missouri's going to take advantage of them this week, saying it now. But LSU at Ole Miss, over 63, almost hit in the first half for them. Give them a win. 2-1 and one on the uh, week. 8-6-1 and one total on the season. Then we got CJ in fifth place. He is six and nine. Nice. He started off with Temple plus three and a half at Tulsa. That was a loss. I also had this bet, not as a lock, but I had it. Horrible. Um, Temple fucking sucked. Simple as that. Then he had Stanford plus 27 and a half at home against Oregon. This bet looked outstanding for a majority of the game. And then Oregon just got pissed off in the second half, ran away with it fast. 142 to 6, plus 27 and a half was a loss. Then he had Air Force minus 10 and a half at home against San Diego State. Easy win for him. Uh, Air Force is actually a pretty damn good team. San Diego State is not. I don't know. Like, 10 and a half was low for this game. I bet San Diego State, so I'm just a moron, I guess. But Air Force minus 10 and a half was a win. And then we have myself. And dead last at 5 and 10. Oh, man, do I fucking want to cry. I feel like a disgrace to my family, to my community, to the college football world. I should have I should sell this microphone because I don't deserve to talk about this sport anymore. I fucking suck. I'm horrendous. I apologize to anybody who follows my picks. If you fade them, you're welcome. I'm making you guys a lot of money this season. So... Um, you look at it either way, either you guys love me or you guys hate me. Um, but let's just get right into it. I'm five and 10 now on the season. Went one and two this week. I started off with Maryland minus 13 and a half at home against Indiana. Started off hot. They dominated. You could turn that game off at the end of the first quarter and have no doubt that I was going to win that bet. But then we jumped to Cal minus 11 and a half at home against Arizona state. This game pissed me the fuck off. Cal was 21 points better than Arizona State, but they just sucked. Absolutely sucked when they got into the red zone, and they couldn't stop Arizona State to save their lives when they got a little bit of a lead, a little bit of a cushion. So Cal minus 11.5, loss. Then I had Washington minus 17.5 at Arizona. This fucking pissed me off. They're up 14 in the fourth quarter, and they, they're dumbass running back. I don't even know his fucking name, but he's a fucking moron. Fumbles the ball at the three-yard line because he wanted to get fancy with it. So that sucked. Then they have the ball at the three-yard line. Penix Jr. can't finish a fucking drive. Pissed me the fuck off. So just like that, instead of a 14-point game, it should have been a 28-point game just like that. 
they don't score on either of those possessions. Uh, they scored a field goal on the one that Penix Jr. played like a moron, but still, still, should have scored a touchdown, shouldn't have turned the ball over, should have won this game by 28 fucking points. They win by seven. Washington, disgrace, pissed me off. No longer on the bandwagon. Just kidding, I'm still on the bandwagon, but I was pissed off after that game. That So that, that'll do it for the locks of the week. Um, our updated record for the total crew is 51-38-1. I mean, if you guys would follow everybody's bets but myself and CJ's, um, you guys would be 40-19-1 and 19 and one on the season. So uh, take that how you want. But I think from now on it's going to be myself and CJ being the ones winning the bets. So you guys just be careful how you play this. I think you guys should start following me, myself and CJ. I think we're going to get hot. Just saying. I'm just saying. I think we're going to get hot. Do what you want. It's your guys' money. But I have faith in us. All right. So updated standings. Tied for first. Uh, Ryder and Blake. Third place by himself is Tate at 10-5. and five. Fourth place by himself, Healy, 8-6-1. Fifth place, CJ at 6-9. And, and sixth place, myself at 5-10. Don't talk about it. All right. Um, now we're just going to talk about my top 10, my updated top 10 after week five. Um, at number one, I got Michigan. I was kind of skeptical about, about Michigan uh, just because I haven't really played anybody. I know they played Nebraska, but... Nebraska's offense wasn't looking too bad the past couple weeks, and Michigan held them to seven points and then scored 45 on top of their head. Um, so I got Michigan at one. They beat Nebraska 45-7. to seven. Like, got to move them up to one now. At two, I'm moving Washington to two instead of one. They barely snuck by Arizona. Uh, still like Washington, still like Michael Penix Jr., but they showed that they have room to improve for sure. So let's hope they do. So Washington at two. Then I got Ohio State at three. Uh, they, they had a bye last week, so not much to talk about. They got Maryland this week, going to be a good game. Then I got Texas at four. They smoked Kansas last week, destroyed them. I think they're a pretty damn good team, so I got them at four. Then I got Penn State at five. They smoked Northwestern, um, just smoked them, 41-13. Could have been a lot worse. Um, so Penn State at five. Then I have Florida State at six. Uh, not much to talk about. They're, they had a bye. They got Virginia Tech this week. Then I have Georgia at seven. They do not deserve the number one spot. AP top 25 is a fucking joke. They're all frauds. They should not be allowed to vote for still having Georgia at one. They've shown nothing this season to be the number one team in the country. Fuck, they've barely shown enough to be the, a top 10 team in the country. But I'm giving them a little bit of leeway since they're back-to-back -back champs. But that doesn't mean they should be at one, AP voters. If you ever hear this, you guys are fucking frauds. Stop putting Georgia at one. They don't fucking deserve it. So Georgia at seven, moving on. We got Oregon at eight. They smoked Stanford. Uh, they got a bye week, then they got Washington next week. That's going to be a damn good game. Uh, Oregon, damn good offense. Defenses look stellar. So Oregon at eight. Oregon might secretly be the best Pac-12 team in the, uh, in the Pac-12, so just saying. Uh, then I got USC at nine. They will never crack my top five with how bad their defense is. They barely should even be in my top ten. Their defense just isn't good enough to win anything um, this year. Their offense can compete with anybody, but their defense is going to give up 55 points if they play, pay, Jesus, play a high-powered offense. So USC at nine, 
Might drop him out of my top 10 after this week. Who knows? And then I know you guys are probably going to make fun of me a little bit here, but I got Alabama at 10. Uh, their only loss is against Texas, and I think Texas is like I have them at number four. They're a top four team in the country in my book. Um, you cannot really judge them for losing that game. It kind of looked like they turned it around against Ole Miss in the second half, and then they come out and they beat the shit out of Mississippi State last week. So I have to put Alabama at 10. They got a tough matchup going to Texas A&M uh, this week. We'll see how they do. They can walk out of there. They're only – Walk out of there with a win. They're only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I, you can't really judge Alabama because they'll be winning their they'll be winning their games that like really mean something, the SEC. They can win the SEC West. They're a top-ten team. Simple as that. So I got Michigan at one, Washington at two, Ohio State at three, Texas at four, Penn State at five, Florida State at six, Georgia at seven, Oregon at eight, USC at nine, and Alabama rounding out my top 10. A close close 11 is Notre Dame, and 12 is Utah. They're, they're just right there. They really are. Um, so that's my top 10. Uh, now we're going to recap my week five bets. Um, I got a lot to fucking say about this bullshit. I got fucking screwed on a bunch of these. Mom, if you're listening to this, I apologize for the cussing, but I got fucking hosed. Simple as that. No no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I got fucking hosed. Um, so let's just recap them real fast. I had Louisville minus three, push. Uh, they should have won that game by 10, uh, but their dumbass quarterback threw an interception at the two-yard line because he was fucking scared of a ghost or something. I don't fucking know. So Louisville minus three, push. Utah at Oregon State, under 44.5, win. Easiest win of my life. Um, Utah's offense couldn't move the ball to save their lives. Then I had BYU plus one and a half at home against Cincy. They won this game outright like I said they would. Um, so that was a win. Then I had Temple plus three and a half at Tulsa. Loss. We already talked about this. Temple fucking sucked. Then I had USC at Colorado over 71 and a half. Easy win. They scored 89 combined points. Um, like, I, like I said would happen. USC's defense just isn't good enough to stop Colorado. I knew Colorado was going to put up points of their own. I knew USC was going to put up points of their own. Bam. Worked out perfectly. 89 total points. Then I had Kentucky minus 1.5 at home against Florida. Win. Then I had Penn State minus 26.5 at Northwestern. Win. Uh, Toledo, well, a win thanks to James Franklin. It was a little, little sketchy at first, but James Franklin, thank you for knowing the spread, buddy. Then I had Toledo minus 13 and a half. Uh, that was a loss. They were covering, but then they only won by two. Like, what the fuck? So, fuck Toledo. Done betting on them. Then I had Wyoming minus 14 and a half at home against New Mexico. That was a loss. They were covering majority of this game. Then they just weren't. Simple as that. Like, fucking stupid. Then I had the over 41 and a half in that Wyoming game. That was a win, no doubt about it. It went over by a long shot. Then I had the Texas State at... Uh, Southern Miss under 62 and a half. Uh, Texas State almost scored 63 by themselves, so that was a loss, like by a mile. Then I had Alabama minus 14 and a half at Mississippi State. That was a win. They won by 23, like I said they would. Uh, I I said it was going to be just like the LSU Mississippi State game. That's exactly what it was. Alabama destroyed them. Then I had the over in the Washington-Arizona game, over 68.5. That was a loss. Washington had its chances to put up 48 points in this game, and they just couldn't do it. So 
over 68.5, loss. South Carolina, plus 12 at Tennessee, loss. Spencer Rattler is a fucking clown show, a fucking clown. That pick six he threw in the second quarter, what the fuck, Spencer? What are you even trying to throw the ball to? Were you trying to lose that game? You fucking clown. Um, and you're ugly. Moving on. Iowa State plus 21 at Oklahoma. That was a loss. Uh, I got to credit Iowa State. Their offense did a lot better than I thought they were going to. Their defense just couldn't stop Oklahoma. Not a lot of teams are going to be able to stop Oklahoma this year. I don't think that has anything to do with Iowa State's defense. Oklahoma's just got a really good passing attack. Their offensive line's really good. Dylan Gabriel, their quarterback's a stud. Their running backs are studs. Wide receivers are fast as shit. Oklahoma's just a damn good team. Simple as that. Iowa State still got one of the best defenses in the country. I don't think that's even a question. So Iowa State plus 21, that was a loss. Fresno State minus 22.5 at home against Nevada. Oh my God. How did I lose this bet? How did I lose this bet? They were dominating the whole game. They were shutting them out the whole game. Then they give up some fucking bullshit safety in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter. Bullshit safety. Then they punt the ball back to Nevada. Or get, or technically give the ball back to Nevada because of the free kick or the kickoff, whatever. They let Nevada drive down the field and score a fucking touchdown with 11 seconds left. Are you shitting me? To only win by 18? Are you shitting me, Fresno State? You guys are frauds. Frauds. Fuck you guys. Fresno State minus 22.5. Should have been a win. I marked it down as a win. And then that shit happened. So technically it's my fault. But still bullshit. Simple as that. I was fucking livid. You guys don't even understand. I was almost crying in my living room when they scored that touchdown. Like legit, I felt a tear coming around in my eye. Like it was bad. But anyways, Fresno State minus 22.5. Loss. Then I had Nebraska plus 18.5 versus Michigan. Honestly, I'm happy this loss because fuck Nebraska. Uh, Matt Rule is just Scott Frost with a mask on. So I'm actually totally okay with this loss. Fuck it. Thank you, Michigan. Then I had San Diego State plus 10.5 at Air Force. This was a loss. This was just on me. Um, yeah, I don't know why I did this. I just kind of thought Air Force's run was over, and it definitely was not. San Diego State sucks. Simple as that. Air Force dominated them. So that was a loss. Then I had USF plus 3.5 at Navy. That was a win. First win I've said in six picks now, so that's all right. But I got a win. USF plus 3.5. They they beat them outright at Navy, so that was big time. Then I had Iowa minus 10.5 at home against Michigan State. Oh, man, Iowa. Cade McNamara done for the year. But did just get announced that he's coming back next year to Iowa. I don't know if that's a good thing or not because I actually don't know how good he is. He he looks good at times, but you could also see that he was just extremely unhealthy this season, maybe 60% at best. Uh, and it showed on that run. His knee just randomly gave out on him. So... Iowa minus 10.5, lost. It's all right. They won by 10. I'll take a win. Fuck it. So I went 8-11-1 on the week, moving my record to 35-39-3. Yeah. um, I think I'm going to start winning. I hope I'm going to start winning more bets. But uh, if I don't, not my fault. Uh, It's the 18- to 23-year-old kids that I bet on fucking making stupid plays. You know, I make the smart bets. 
it's just their fault because they suck sometimes. So maybe this week I'll go 11-8-1, and one, and I'll still be under 500 for the season, but it, it will be improvement. So 35-39-3 for the season. Um, not horrible, but not great. Um, and then some early week six, week six bets for you guys. Oh, I'm confident about all of these. No, I'm not. Um, we're going to start off with Louisville plus seven at home against Notre Dame. Back-to-back emotional weeks for Notre Dame. they got to travel to undefeated Louisville. Louisville's not good enough to be undefeated. Um, but, like I said, back-to-back emotional weeks for Notre Dame. It's a lot to go on the road again after barely surviving at Duke. Now they're going to Louisville. Give me Louisville plus seven. Could even win this game outright, honestly. Then I have Texas Tech plus one at Baylor. How the fuck did Baylor beat UCF? Um, Simple as that. I think Texas Tech is the better team here. I think they win this game outright by about a touchdown. Give me Texas Tech plus one. Then I have... God damn it. Sorry about that. Then I have Liberty minus 18.5 versus Sam Houston State. Sam Houston State sucks. They're, they have a worse total offense than Iowa this season. Um, so that's saying something. Give me Liberty to win by 19 or more. Then I got Missouri plus 6.5 at home against LSU. LSU's pass defense just isn't good enough. Give me Missouri plus 6.5. Then I got Jacksonville State plus 3.5 at Middle Tennessee State. Um, I just think Jacksonville State's the better team here. And Middle Tennessee State lost me money earlier this year when I bet on them against Colorado State. So give me Jacksonville State plus three and a half. Then I got Colorado minus four at Arizona State. I still think Colorado is good enough to get to a bowl game this year. I think they're better than Arizona State. I think their offense is too good for Arizona State. Give me Colorado to win this game by five or more. Then I got Eastern Michigan minus two and a half at home against Ball State. I think they're just a better team here by definitely more than three points. I could see them winning this game by about 10, so about two scores. So give me Eastern Michigan minus two and a half. And then I got Iowa minus two and a half at home against Purdue. Vegas is looking into this quarterback injury a little too much for my liking. You guys have seen how Iowa does even with poor quarterback play in the past three years. They still win games like it's not going to mean that much with Deacon Hill in instead of Cade. Purdue's run defense, not good. Iowa should be able to get a little bit of ground game going, win this game by a field goal or more. I have no doubt in my mind. All right, those are my early week six bets. Appreciate you guys for listening. Um, follow the Twitter at Pod for all my plays. I'll have another podcast coming out Thursday night. We got a super, super hot uh, not super, super hot. He's hot at gambling right now. That's what I meant. We got a super hot gambler on the pod for the guest picker. Um, you guys can have your guesses, whoever you think it is. Um, so appreciate you guys for listening. This was another episode of Sniffing Lines. Peace.